Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. Well, there's cause for celebration on the LU campus. The Lamar University dance team is celebrating its 10th year. It's their anniversary. Since 2010, the LU dance team has been performing at athletic events, telling stories through dance, and offering its members a place that feels like family. In 2010, the LU dance team replaced the spirit team, which was a group of cheerleaders and dancers who performed mainly at um, basketball games. However, when football commenced at LU in 2010, cheer and dance separated, and the LU dance team was established. You know, we're really proud of our dance team. I mean, they're not just dancers who perform at different sporting events, but they are real ambassadors of Lamar University. During the years, the dance team has performed at many community events. They participated in parades, visited schools and dance studios, and offered dance clinics and summer camps. Hundreds of kids, my daughter included, loved the uh, dance clinics and the summer camps are just amazing. And each year they also host a spring show. They didn't get to do one this year because of COVID times. But next year, April 30th, May 1st, 2021, save the date, the dance team will host its 16th spring show. They started that when there was a spirit team. So it's spring show is older than the dance team. So congratulations to the dance team and its dynamic leader, Brixie Blankenship Kozad. They are just an amazing group here on the LU campus, and we're proud of them. Uh, congratulations also are in order to Kurt Durhog. He is a Lamar University professor who teaches studio art sculpture. He's also a distinguished faculty research fellow, and he has a piece of artwork in the Center for Contemporary Art's National Juried Exhibition in Abilene. His work was chosen, and the name of the work is Small 262 Wing. It will be on display until November 2nd. Quite an honor to have a piece of work chosen to be in that exhibition. So congratulations to him. Uh, we also want to recognize Dr. Katherine Washington, Assistant Professor of Educational Leadership here at LU. She has been tapped out to serve the te- as the Texas Elementary Principals and Supervisors Association Region 6 President. How about that? She is one of 20 regional presidents um, designated to lead the Texas Elementary Principals and Supervisors Association direction and maintain a positive impact on legislators, policymakers, and other stakeholders in order to ensure quality uh, pre-K through eighth grade education for all Texas students. We're really proud of our uh, faculty who take leadership roles that impact the community, and Dr. Washington has done that with this position and in many, many ways. So congratulations to her. You know, it's, it's, I didn't plan it this way, but it's just kind of the week of celebrations and congratulations. And so you need to know that we've had two students who have made history here at Lamar University, Ali Hamza and Katie McCall, both Rio Honors College students, majoring in political science. They're getting a minor in legal studies. They made history last weekend by being the first LU Moot Courts team to advance to the championship round at the University of Texas at Dallas Invitational Moot Court Tournament. Because not everyone makes history, especially when they're so young. I don't think I've made history yet, but these these two have made history. I decided that they, history makers, should be on the LU moment. So I welcome and congratulate you. Katie, we'll we'll start with you. Um, 
why don't you, why don't if people just want to know you, you're very active on campus. I walk across campus and I see you because you're getting people to vote or um, you're, you're involved in sorority. I mean, you've got a lot going on. Tell us your story and how you, where you're from and how you came to Lamar and what all you're involved in. Yes, ma'am. Thank you guys for having us here. Um, like Miss Kelly said, my name is Katie McCall, and I am from Orangeville, Texas, a little town about 30 to 35 minutes away from here. Um, I grew up on a small family farm. We have a whole bunch of interesting animals, donkeys, goats, chickens, peacocks, and dogs. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> we had about 13 of them now. They just keep multiplying. That's great. We started with three. But, um... I came to Lamar in um, 2017. My sister was already a sophomore here when I came in, so I knew Lamar was where I wanted to go. It was the only school I applied to. Um, it was my top choice, and I was really excited to get in. Um, I'm a member of the Rio Honors College. I'm president of Lamar University's Pre-Law Society, Caring Cardinals, Order of Omega. I've forgotten one of them. And I'm involved in numerous other organizations. And this ambassador program oh, yes, that you just got involved in, tell us a little bit about that. Um, I'm a Texas Civic Ambassador, so that is through the Annette Strauss Institute of Civic Life. And basically, they chose 32 students across Texas to be ambassadors to Civic Life, get their communities engaged as much as possible, and work towards bettering education for civic engagement. Okay, and so, um, which is great, and why I think that you were pushing people to vote. I mean, you were out on campus encouraging people to register to vote, um, which is wonderful. So, talk to us about um, this this moot trial and, and why you got involved in that. So, my senior year in high school, I came to the political science reception at the end of the year, and I got a small scholarship from the department, and I met a student named Robert Root. And he told me about Moot Court Association, and I watched him playfully debate one of his friends. It was probably the most terrifying experience I've ever seen in my life, because he could argue. Oh. And um, he told me about the Moot Court team and really encouraged me to get involved. And whenever I started working as a student assistant for the political science and psychology department, I learned a little bit more, and I just kind of got pulled in as a sophomore and never left. <laughs> and you love it. Okay, we're going yeah. to come back. Um, to you, but, but um, Ali, talk to us about um, where you're from and how you came to Lamar and uh, what all you're involved in. Uh, yes, ma'am. So I'm from Port Natchez, uh, Texas, and I kind of knew that I was going to go to Lamar University. <laughs> so my dad attended Lamar. He teaches at Lamar. My mom attended Lamar. My brother and my sister both attended Lamar. You can't break out. I mean, yeah. you know, you're just all cardinals, and so, yeah. So I, I had to follow the tradition. In fact, Lamar was the only school I applied for, but uh, I ended up receiving the Maribel from Lamar University, so I was excited, and uh, yeah, I just, I know I have to follow the tradition. <laughs> That's right, and you're a political science major. Yes, ma'am. What made you shape, uh, or pick political science? Well, uh, honestly, uh, so it kind of goes back to something deeper than that. In high school, I wasn't the best student. I was probably ranked, I think it was 90 or 100 um, out of 300, so I wasn't the top student at all, and I wanted to change that. So the summer of uh, my senior year, I said, okay, what can I do to make me a better student? Yeah. And I ended up calling a bunch of people who graduated and went to law school from Lamar University, and I said, get close to Dr. Davis. Get close to Dr. Davis. Dr. Davis. Katie's going to say That's the key. Y'all are both laughing. Yeah. Okay. I was actually a psychology major before, so I wanted to do psychology. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So 
But then I switched to poli-sci for Dr. Davis. Uh, but that ended up helping me out, and it led me to so many open doors, specifically with research. And then from research, led me also to moot court. And then when I started learning about constitutional law, it's what made us a lot better this year, I think, for moot court. So, okay, explain that. What, constitutional law, the class that you took? Or, okay, how does that make you better for uh, moot court? Well, for me, uh, personally, it's because she gets into what's called the IRAC method, which is issue, rule, application, and conclusion. And you do the IRAC method for all these briefs because it's not just one case you're arguing. You're really arguing with every class case in the Supreme Court. Wow. So they give you a certain amount and have to argue with it. And in constitutional law, she delves into the philosophy of it, but also, like, practicality of the law. Like, this is what happened when they applied it. This is when they said separate but equal. It didn't really mean separate but equal. And you start digging into that, and then when you do moot court, you can apply the same concept. Well, this is just like a race case in Brown versus Board of Education, or this is just like uh, another case in, in Chalupski versus New Hampshire. And you can just keep hitting these new cases, and it really does help. You guys, you guys are on fire. <laughs> you're, you love this stuff. So talk to me about these, these moot court uh, tournaments. It sounds high pressure, and it sounds, it explains to me what happens. In these, in these, um, so would you like a rundown of with COVID or how it normally is without COVID? <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me how this one went with the Zoom and, 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 uh, let's, let's talk about that. So our coach, Craig Dehaney, um, he's been making his practice over Zoom since July. Mm-hmm. Smart guy. Yeah. Because he knew that was our format we were going to be getting and he wanted to be used to it. Because it's weird arguing into a camera screen when you're used to seeing people and their facial expressions. Exactly. Because if a judge doesn't look like they're enjoying what you're saying, move on. Um, And you don't get that as much over Zoom, especially when there's little bitty boxes. Mm -hmm. But um, we've kind of gotten used to it, I'd say. All he's really good at being personable over Zoom. That's something that's a really good skill he has. Um, I think it's a good skill to have these days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But um, basically what happens is we come pretty early in the morning. We were there at 8 a.m. this past week, and this week we'll be there about 10 a.m., so we'll at least sleep in. And we all sign into the Zoom. They put us into a waiting room with our actual school, and then they'll break us out to our actual rounds with the other schools. So each team is a team of two, like how me and all the other teams, mm-hmm. and we'd go against other schools. And we all have the same issue. Um, there's two constitutional questions before us. I argue the issue of compelled speech, and Holly argues freedom of association. And it just kind of depends which one you're assigned. You're either a petitioner, the person suing, saying that right's been violated, or you're the respondent, which is basically the state saying, I haven't violated your rights. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to argue both. So, Got it. I think the real pressures, though, come from the fact, it's funny enough, Mr. Payne, to tell you this, I texted him probably two days before the tournament. This, is your, him, this is your coach, the director of the yes, ma'am. team. Uh-huh. And I told him, I said, Mr. Tahaney, I'm not feeling good about the tournament. He's like, well, why? He goes, you guys are great. And I was like, look, we're going against University of North Texas, mm-hmm. University of Texas Dallas, and looking at all these schools. And I said, every single one of them has private funding. Every single one of them. I mean, UT Dallas had a trial court lawyer or professor who specifies in this stuff. So I'm like, man, every single one of them have these people and they pro- their budgets are probably in the tens of thousands. All the judges at the tournament were UT Dallas judges, like alumni. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to go against us. He's like, no, you need to believe in yourself. 
Well, I was like, ah, I'm not sure. And actually, I think Katie and I both, we underestimated. Because in the first three rounds, we're like, oh, we probably, we probably didn't win that. I think we did yeah. good, but I, I don't yeah, It was kind of like a toss-up. Right, but right. It turns out we actually blew them out of the park. Wow. That's what surprises. When they so started funny. doing speech awards, they're like, okay, it was top 10 speakers, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, Katie was number nine. Yes, ma'am. And Ollie, you were number one. Yes, ma'am. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we didn't expect it. When they go, okay, number 10, and they said the name. And number nine, Katie McCall, you just looked at each other? Yeah, and then it clicked. I was like, if I got one, you're higher than me, because I did all the math for our speaker points. Right. So we're just, like, sitting there listing it, and they get to, like, number mm-hmm. two, and we're just, like, staring at each other. Yeah, I'm like, maybe I forgot it. I was like, yeah, that's, <laughs> no, I probably didn't. Yeah, I probably didn't. We did wrong. And then they said number one, and I was like, holy smokes. But then what shocked us even more is after that, they seed you. They reseed you, essentially. Right. And they look at the top eight teams, and they said, number one seeded team, Law University. And I think that was the first time Mr. Tahaney's ever heard that. And for, for us to hear that, that boosted our confidence. Like, in regionals, we're going to be going against double the amount of teams. Four but I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're, we're confident that we're going to take place. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you are. You're going to be great. And that's coming up when? This Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Okay. We've got just a few minutes left. I want to talk about uh, your plans for the future and your favorite memories from Lamar University. Katie, go. So my plans for the future are taking off right now. I'm applying to law school as we speak. I'll be done with I would have guessed, but I wanted yeah. to hear it from you. <laughs> um, so I'm turning in all my cap- applications early, so they'll all be in by November 1st. So I should know where I'm going to law school in early January. So that'd be nice. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then from there, I want to be a, an attorney and be an advocate for other people. Um, my favorite member from law university, that's a hard one. Well, think um, about it. I'll yeah. let you tell us um, what, what your plans are. you got another year here at LU. Yes, ma'am. Um, so my plans currently is I'm saving up money for an internship. I landed in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's an in- internship with an ambassador and uh, Representative Lydia Borland, and it's regarding a Syrian and, like, a Syria humanitarian uh, organization. So as you see, Mall is wrecking Syria. <laughs> right, right. Restoring health, rebuilding lives. Mm-hmm. Great. And I'm excited to do that through policymaking. Uh, in terms of favorite mem- memory, I'm going to have to side with, with Katie here because uh, for me, it's I walked into Lamar um, with an entirely new shift, paradigm shift and new perspective. The friends I surround myself with, the professors and everything, that in its entirety is its own experience and memory. And that's what I value. I value that. I love that. Thank you for sharing. All right, Katie. Okay, I'm going to take you back off the Ali and go to general. <laughs> um, the political science department at Lamar is a community. Each professor knows all of their students, um, especially the majors and the minors. All of them know my animal names. Like I said, I'm on a farm. They know all my donkey's names, all my goats. They know the peacocks are all named Kevin from Up. Like, they know us. And because of that, um, especially Professor Gubala and Dr. Davis and Mr. Dehaney and Dr. Showers have been able to really get me involved. And, like, they're, like, apply for everything. Let me email you all of this stuff. And... Just keep working towards what you want, and they really support you that way. So I take my time with them. So one student at a time. That's one of the things that's in our 2020-2025 uh, uh, strategic plan. We work with one student at a time here at Lamar University, and you guys are a testament to that. Thank you so much for sharing, and congratulations again on making history here and advancing to the championship round at the um, Moot Court. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, You've been listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.